This is episode eight. We're doing awesome. I'm actually super proud of us for sticking with it. I know. (laughs) Same here. But also, like, I I super enjoy it. Like, I look forward to recording this every week, so. I know, me too. It's a good, like, always just catch up, and I feel like we never get, like, actual chance to visit, like, at the gym. Yeah. Especially, like, when all three of us are there, like, we are just so busy at the gym that we don't get a Mm -hmm. chance to, like, catch up. Yeah, it seriously is, like, it almost reminds me of, like, not, like, going to therapy, but just, like, how cathartic it is to just have a focused conversation with people, because I don't feel like that happens enough in life, where you take just, like, a scheduled time to just talk about life and talk about, you know, topics that are important to you, and it has been really good just... I think for our relationship and also just for like, at least my, in like my individual mental health, it's been really good. Yeah. It helps to process just everything. Yeah. For and, like, sure. Get your thoughts out. Yeah. <laughs> I know. And like to yeah. do it vocally and not just like via text message. Cause I am not a like, call me on the phone kind of person like there are very few people that if I see that somebody's calling me that I'll answer and be fine with it but yeah it's really good that's funny I am not great at responding to text messages and like not even like making them sound good I'm like oh no that's how it sounded in my head and then Ryan will be like um that's not what they meant at all Stacey I'm oh. Like, oh so are you like <laughs> do you like phone calls like it doesn't stress you out to talk on the phone? <laughs> no, it doesn't. Like, I will, like, put somebody in my ear and, like, just do things around my house and talk. Uh-huh. But I also know, like, not a lot of people like doing that anymore. Yeah. It's how my brother <laughs> is. Like, I'll send him just, like, a text and then he'll call, like, he'll call me. And I'm like, just don't call me just text me back he's like I hate texts I'm like well I hate phone calls (laughs) (laughs) and that's the thing like I don't have many people in my life that will like call me Mm -hmm. and granted I'm not great about calling people either like I'm pretty good about like you know if I want a relationship with you yeah if you don't you're aware that I don't (laughs) yeah (laughs) you're either in or you're out and there's no mystery yeah, I can't help it. Um, so we both competed this weekend. We we really did. <laughs> we competed our freaking butts off this weekend. I have never <laughs> ever walked away from a competition. Well, maybe nationals last summer, like I was sore and stuff, but I have never felt just more absolutely wrecked than I have after this weekend yeah strongman competitions will demolish your body it is insane that's why a lot of times I've been like Jace like why are you lifting right now like didn't you just compete I know you guys are like yeah let's do something on Monday I'm like are are you guys okay and then yeah it's a completely different beast yeah it is not that (laughs) it is just because it's not just like 
movement like powerlifting is you know what I mean it is Mm -hmm. like the implements are hard on your body like yeah it's just it's so different physically than even like I've run marathons like and felt like pretty awful you know but this was this is just totally different totally different like I went to round a corner coming out of like um, I was coming out of the bathroom yesterday and I like turned down the hall and hit my shoulder because I have terrible depth perception and I was like "Ooh, (laughs) that like really hurt and then I looked and like I have this giant bruise on my like arm like where you'd get like a shot in your arm I'm like how the hell did I get a bruise right there like I keep finding and then like I leaned up against the counter to do something in the kitchen and I was like oh ow and I have a bruise like all the way across like the like top of my pelvis right there I think it's from the stones but like just the like physicality of everything like I am just absolutely brutalized (laughs) I know no other word I didn't think I got bruised up that bad and then we like had gone to dinner and stuff afterwards took a shower and I was like oh like I got bruises on my belly yeah which I've been bruised up worse than this before from a competition Uh uh-huh um but yeah even last night after I showered and I came into the bedroom Ryan's like you have bruises on the back of your legs oh yeah it's like how did I I don't know how did I get a bruise there yeah the like top of my legs um to like on the top of my like thighs Mm -hmm. from the stone and because the stones got so sticky from everybody's tacky and just like pulling the stone onto your lap like I have giant bruises Funny enough, though, like, I don't really think I got that beat up from the duck walk. Really? I think I did because that's where I must have gotten them from, like, behind oh, my legs. Like, on your calves? No, it's not even on my calf. Like, it is, like, the top of your thigh where you're saying your bruises are. Uh-huh. I have them on the back of my leg oh right my there. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Just beat the hell up. Whoa. Yeah. But it was good. It was really good. It was a really good and super empowering experience. Like I, I have never had a problem competing in anything when there's men involved because I live with all boys. Like anytime I've trained for everything, like that's just part of like what I've always done. And especially in strength sports, like it's such a male dominated, um, you know, sports like the the strength Mm -hmm. sports just are but there is truly something very different and very empowering when it's all these strong as hell women competing with each other and supporting each other and cheering for each other and like you're all you have this really cool shared experience no absolutely and so it wasn't all women's event um we competed at athena's arena Mm mm-hmm down at the sweaty pig in utah uh hosted by jenny draper which i thought was really cool of her that she not only wanted it to be an all-females competition Mm -hmm. but she ran it by herself um and then all of the judges were female Uh as well which is really cool you see that maybe every like once in a while yeah 
I'll have a female judge at a competition. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but normally, like, it's hard enough to find females in the sport. Yeah. Let alone yeah. Because it is such a male-dominated yeah. world. Yeah. Yeah. Because females were running the timers, doing the judging. Mm-hmm. Um, they were doing the record keeping. Yeah. The only thing was, like, the announcer was male and all the spotter loaders were male. Yeah. Yeah. It was... Which- great super cool and I was so proud of Jenny like she did she did a really really good job and she kept her cool the whole time like she and maybe that's just kind of her personality type is just really kind of laid back and um but I was really proud of how well everything went like when I walked in and you know this, I walked in to do like the weigh-ins and to get my rack height for squats. And I was like, this is so different from powerlifting. And like, I was like, I don't know how this is going to go. And like super nervous, but it ended up like everything ran really smoothly, really, really well. And I think it's because of, you know, we, and we've talked about this on the podcast before running events and how, there's so much work that goes on behind the scenes and people don't know how much work it is unless they've hosted one. And so Mm -hmm. just how well everything went, like you can tell, like she put so much work into making that such a successful event. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I did make weight and we got weighed in. (laughs) Your water cut was absolutely amazing. (laughs) It was not as easy as I wanted it to be. The best week of your life. (laughs) (laughs) But we made weight and that was great. And now actually my goal is to start cutting down. So I'm not cutting weight anymore. Uh Um, So just to kind of lean out like a couple pounds. Yeah. Uh, More than a couple, but. (laughs) So what's your like, what's your kind of target? Like, where do you want to be sitting? So end goal weight would be sitting around the 165, 167. Okay. Um, reason for that is then if I ever did really want to water cut down to 160 and uh-huh. compete in that weight class, I could. Yeah. Um, but a lot of times in strongman, 160s and 180s, like at local shows, we'll do the same weight. Weight, so what does it matter? Yeah, and then I can just compete in the 180, show up, weigh in in sweats. Yeah. And overall just be a little bit healthier. Um, Yeah, so because I think that's what's like most important that I'm finding, especially after last year where I cut like so much and I got really, really lean was I – discovered like I don't feel my best at that lighter weight like I feel way stronger when I have a Mm -hmm. little bit more on my body not that like when I cut even down for the 132 weight class like when I get on the scale like I feel super lean um but I feel like that's where I'm at my strongest and I perform the best yeah and that's kind of where I'm at because I um before these last couple years I sat around 170 Uh um, and I would cut down to 165 because we competed in a different federation. Uh Um, So I used to compete 165, but then I started competing in this weight or this federation that was 180. And I was like, oh, great. I don't have to like worry about it. 
And it's interesting to me that the weight classes for strongman are 160 and then 180 because, like, most strength sports and most, at least, like, in powerlifting and uh, weight classes are 165. So, um, long story short. And then 187. Yeah. Yeah, there was a married couple um, that ran the two federations. There was one federation at the time. Uh Uh-huh. <clears throat> they got a divorce, uh-huh. which caused the split of the federations. Uh-huh. And the one won the weight classes in the divorce. Oh, jeez. So that's why they're different. Oh, got it. A little history lesson. Yeah, that's great. Um, so, yeah, that's the goal because I was like, oh, I don't have to worry about it. And then it kind of just got out of control, especially with kids' sports and yeah. et cetera. And now I'm like, oh, I don't. Like, I was justifying it of, like, oh, like, bigger means stronger, but I don't feel stronger. (laughs) Well, and in, like, in Strongman especially, like, there is so much cardio involved that, like, yes, mass moves mass, but you're doing more than just picking something up. It's usually picking and then moving. Moving Yeah. And so, you know, the lighter you are in moving that, like, I think – that's also a factor that you have to consider. No, absolutely. Okay. So let's go through the events really quick. So first was the prisoner deadlift. So it was a uh, deadlift for reps in one minute with chains Yeah. Um, on your weight as well. Yeah. So how was that for you? <laughs> um, it was good. Like I did, I think 15 reps in a minute um, and my weight was, 225 and then 80 in chains. Um, I was really grateful that we, so on most of the events, I feel like we trained with heavier or harder or, you know, longer distances or whatever than the actual competition ended up being. So I felt Mm -hmm. really prepared for a lot of that. Um, And so, yeah, I was really happy with how many reps I ended up getting Um, yeah. And so I ended up placing third in that the two girls ahead of me, they tied at 19 reps. Um, so I felt like I did, I did as, as well as I could do. And I was nervous. Like I was weirdly, weirdly nervous for that event, but it went well. It was just cause it was the first event and I think it went really well for you. It was so much fun watching you do it. Thanks. Um, for me, A, I was not very much paying attention to like the change of weight classes. They had stopped in between a couple of the weight classes to make sure everybody was there. Uh-huh. And they didn't uh, in between the 160s and the 180s. Yeah, they just like rolled right into it. <laughs> and so I had no idea that the person ahead of me was actually in my weight class because I didn't know her at the time because uh-huh. it was the first event. Yeah. Uh, but mine was... 255 and 100 in chains yeah um which is crazy at the top crazy really heavy yeah at the top so I knew that I was going second in my weight class um and I was just gonna do whatever it took to get me second Uh um the girl that won my weight class won almost I think she won every single event yeah yeah um 
she's insane just absolute too. beast yeah so, and so crazy strong yeah so I knew I was going for second and I knew on especially on a deadlift because um Shanae who took first is a power lifter uh-huh. like insane power lifter like squatting 500 power lifters yeah yep and I don't enjoy deadlifts and squats <laughs> and so my numbers (laughs) or bench yeah so my numbers are slowly coming up um so I went second I saw the girl before me had done three and so I did four and I called it um I could have probably gone for like two more but point wise it wouldn't have made that much of a difference and yeah I need to kind of save my body over the length of the day oh yeah like legs were involved in every every single like legs and your posterior chain um yeah like you had to be really smart (laughs) about the competition yeah it was definitely a back heavy event so but I felt good about that event um came off of it was a little shaky got some carbs in me um you were a shaking mess all day yeah just an absolute disaster that's fine (laughs) Um, but then we went into the log clean and press ladder. So we had three different logs to hit within a minute. Mm-hmm. And it was, and... it was the event I knew I was going to do the worst at, like I, I knew it going into it, but I ended up doing not even as well as I hoped to do. So like, I like kind of walked out of that, like after that event, like, feeling way more demoralized than I expected if that makes sense no like I was like this is dumb like why are we doing this (laughs) because I was like I think I'm the only competitor that has gotten up there I got my first log just fine and then I tried that second log and just could not freaking get that log over my head to save my life and I was so shaky and I was like so much more tired than I expected to be at, you know, for a second event. And mm-hmm. as like, you know, I, it was not, did not perform well at all. Uh, the first log flew up also like we need to point over the prep. You probably did log a handful of times, maybe four times. Yeah. <clears throat> I didn't, yeah. I didn't practice it really heavy. And especially with the nerves and everything, Mm -hmm. it is so, like, I knew that you were not going to, like, crush all three logs. Yeah. Well, and, and like, that was fine. It really ended up, like, it didn't matter in the end because the three other girls in my weight class did all three logs. And I was never going to get that third log anyway. So all I had to do was not zero on the events. So it, like it yep, really didn't, didn't. It really didn't matter. But like I had like there were a couple people that were like, "What happened with the log?" And I was like, "I just suck at it." And they're like, "But you have like a really good strong bench press." Like I really thought you were gonna do great. I'm like, "Cool, <laughs> I didn't." <laughs> like that's fine. <laughs> but you also are like not really you don't train overhead no like it's not something that is even good for your body yeah no so I have you know my neck uh issues and stuff and so I yep 
like my physical therapist doesn't want me doing a ton of overhead. And like, I did a lot of um, prep work to be able to even train it. Uh, and I definitely, um, you know, it, it, to me, it has ended up not being worth the pain that I go through afterward to do yeah. it. So like I said, even when I signed up for the event, I was like, as long as I don't zero on anything and I feel like I trained enough to not zero. And so like, I guess I shouldn't be too disappointed because I, I got out of it what I put in. So, yeah, no, absolutely. Um, Wog went well for me. Yes. Yes, it log, did. One of my stronger suits. Yes. Um, and I love watching you log press because you're so good at it. And I just sit back and I'm like, how the hell does she do that and make it look <laughs> so easy? So easy. <clears throat> so log one went super easy. Log two went easy. Um, as I came down on the second log, I was in a rush and I got to my chest and I started turning um, and dropped it kind of from chest height. And it bounced off of the, yep. what do I want to say, the, the pads. The pads, the catcher thingies. Um, and went shooting directly out towards the judge. So <laughs> Jamie had to jump. It was fine. Over the log. It was an and then, adventure. So that, it did. So that took me a second because I wanted to make sure that she was there before I started cleaning my third log. Well, and so, in some sports, like, um, I know – and I didn't know if this was going to be a rule or not. And you taught me like, don't ask questions during the rules. Cause if they don't say it's a rule, <laughs> it's fine. But I didn't know if they were going to make you put the log on the pads. Cause I know like in CrossFit that is like in the big competitions, that's the thing. Like when you put an implement down, it has to be where it has started. Oh yeah. It's not in like, things bounce and it happens pretty commonly yeah. actually. <clears throat> um, and then my third log, I got up and my clean came up, I think a little bit faster than I was thinking. Yes. And so it threw me off balance for a second. Um, and then I was able to press it, get the down call. And I ended up second on that one. Um, Sinead beat me because the girl can viper press and I cannot, yeah. I have tried and the one time I tried, I scared myself because I thought it was coming in my face. Yeah. And I screamed and scared everybody else in the gym. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She is just so crazy strong. Like, she's one of those athletes that you, she makes everything look easy. Yeah. No, absolutely. Um, and then we went into the squat, which it was an axle bar squat um, with... Uh, the rogue wagon wheel uh -huh. is what they are down to a box. It was strongman height squat. Uh -huh. um, so it was going to be high, which like, I think being me and you ended up squatting to the same height. Yeah, we sure did. So like, it was way high for me, which like I've gone back and kind of watched the videos and stuff. And I'm like, any of my like followers or like friends in powerlifting are going to look at that and be like, well, that's so easy. Like you're not going to depth, but I was like, my quads were obliterated by the end of that. Oh, it yeah. was so quad dominant, dominant because you never got 
to depth enough to really engage your, you know, your glutes and your hamstrings. And so it was just all quad based. And so like, (laughs) if you're looking for a good quad burn, like that, that's it. Yeah, that's absolutely it. I got done with that. I got, um, 28 reps in a minute and I like got done and I was doing everything I could to not either pass out or vomit. And I happened to find somebody's like random ammonia that was sitting there and just started smelling that. Cause I was like, I'm going to puke. <laughs> uh, uh. Oh, I loved it. I saw you doing that and I was just dying. I was like, yep, that, that tracks. That tracks. Exactly. <laughs> I know. Like how did I end up at that event without any mo- ammonia? I don't know what I was thinking. I needed ammonia more <laughs> for after my events than I did because usually powerlifting, like I take the ammonia, I go up, I perform because it's like a five second deal. But strongman, like I don't really, I didn't really train with a lot of ammonia, but it was after that I needed it to just like bring me back Calm to, yourself. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what that says about me as like, a human that I need that adrenaline dump after something to settle down, (laughs) but you know, it is what it is. So on squat, this is where I started making little mistakes, uh, that cost me second place. So I'm not super confident in my squat, especially like with the wagon wheel and, it's just been like a mental battle anyways. Well, and your, uh, your training, your weight, um, the competition weight fluctuated so much over the course of, from the time we signed up to the time we competed that it was, I am certain that that was like a mind fuck. I don't know how else to say that without <laughs> swearing, but yeah, it, it didn't. I think kind of with that, but also like some other factors. I honestly did not follow my squat program day um, the last month. Yeah. Like we stopped doing the EMOMs like we were doing before. Uh Because the (laughs) weight got so heavy for you. It did. And so I, I changed my program and kind of just went off the skirt of my like butt and it did not pan out. And so mentally I was not prepared. Um, and so Allison out first, she hit 16 reps. Yeah. And like, just to preface this, so everybody knows where I started uh, when we've tested it three months ago, it was two Oh five for, um, reps. And I got three, three. Yeah. Two. Yeah. You got three. three. Um, and then on comp day, it ended up being two fifteen for reps and so I went into it and I was already like, well, I wanted to at least do four. Like, we'll see how it feels. And I felt like it was horrible. They looked like, really good. Um, and so that's what happened. I felt like they were horrible. So I got in my head and I bailed out at the bottom, Yeah. which it's on um, blocks. And Ryan said I was an a-hole for doing that because then they had to reset the weight, which looking back, yeah, 100%. If I knew I was quitting, I should have just racked it. Because then also people were like, are you injured? Yeah, like, that's okay? what I was worried about when I watched you walk out after that. I was like, ruh 
Yeah. And I wasn't, um, my back was super tight from the deadlifts because that is a heavy deadlift for me. Yeah. And honestly, like I just quit and I'll own it. Like I quit. I don't know how many I could have done in my head. I'm like, there's no way I was doing 17. So why even try? Um, which honestly is smart. Like, and that's part of like, that's part of strongman competition is it is a very strategic sport. Like you really have to pay attention to what's happening and where the point totals are and what the other competitors are doing. And like also know what your next events are going to be and how it's going to impact your body. And like, you have to be really smart. Yeah. But overall, like I should have just gone for broke. Um, and I'm kind of like a little upset at myself that I didn't, and I didn't like actually try that I gave up. Um, because you don't ever know. That's the best part about comp day is sometimes like you can pull out so many more than you think you can. Yeah. And the other girls were like willing to push themselves and I just straight up wasn't. So (laughs) it's fine, but it was a good lesson for me because I used to be that way. And now I don't know if I try and game it too much, but it got in my head. Um, so then we went into our Kyrie medley. Um, this changed a little bit from what we had been training. We were training 40 feet down, run back, 40 feet, run back, 40 feet. Um, on comp day, it ended up being 20. A down and back. 25. Yeah. Yeah. Down and then back. With the uh, implement. For each implement. Yeah. Yep. So no running in between, which is what it is, but you need to make a turn as well with the implement. Which is with that freaking duck walk, like that was the worst. <laughs> like, cause I didn't like, we didn't practice like turning and the duck walk, especially like the heavier, the weight that you're moving, like it gets its own momentum. And so you have to balance that with the, just the momentum also of your body. And then to slow down enough to then pivot and turn, you know, do a 180 yeah. and go back was crazy like just crazy no yeah for sure and so how did yours go because you got to go pretty quick yeah so I um well and also uh their Husafel was a little um it was different it just the dimensions of it were really different um I I felt like the duck walk um it was also different because somehow they have smaller 45 pound plates Um, so it looked a lot smaller. It looked like there was less weight on the, on the carry. Um, so that part was like, it made it so much easier because I wasn't, you know, trying to straddle full size 45 pound plates. So my feet could be a little closer together. I felt like I had better control. Um, my pivot and turn was off cause I didn't, I didn't know what to do. And like, you're trying to move so fast and like, I kind of stumbled and, didn't do great at the turn. Um, the sandbag I felt like was the best part of that medley for me. Like my pick was really clean. I moved as quickly as I could. Um, and then when I got to the Husafel, because the dimensions and stuff on it were so different, I felt like my pick wasn't great. Um, I feel mm-hmm. like I pick better with the Husafel that we trained on, obviously. 
Um, but I felt like my run was faster because I could, I was able to get it so much further up because it was, um, like a, a rubberized type material. And so I was able, after I picked it to kind of bounce it up onto me. Um, mm-hmm. and so I felt like I could move better. I don't, I didn't move really fast with it, <laughs> but like I gave it everything this old body had to move as quickly as I could. And then again, I had to find that random ammonia that was over there and uh, prevent myself from vomiting. (laughs) So the order was a little bit out of whack for this one. Um, Typically, we go in order from novice, lightweight, middleweight, heavyweight. Um, Just because of how they had to load their implements, Mm -hmm. they did novice lightweight well they did novice heavyweight master lightweight heavyweight yeah they put the masters after like with the novice yeah and then middleweight Uh so we ended up being the last which I had gotten like my knee sleeves on and stuff and so like I wasn't super prepared and then I it's so funny that you say that about the duck walk I feel like it almost did me a disservice because we trained with the bigger plates to be so wide because yeah I can move pretty well versus other people being so wide well you because you have like crazy long legs well and my feet tend to go out when I'm running anyways Uh and so I feel like I'm able to move a little bit quicker and how narrow it was because my duck walk was not fast yeah and I even like I controlled the turn yeah you did great I most people did I, great on the turn. I just did not. <laughs> and that's fine. But I fum- fumbled on the sandbag on the pick, which has been a notorious thing for me um, to not be fast on a pick of a sandbag. Uh, about two weeks ago, I figured out how to pick it fast, but we only have a 135 and then a 180 there, Jim. And my comp weight was 150. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I didn't try it with the 180. I should have. Yeah. But... The 135, it was coming up super quick. The 150 on that day definitely did not. And then went down and back. The Husa fell. I got it up, and I thought about doing that double bounce to get it up higher. Uh-huh. And I just was like, no, I have to go. Uh-huh. And I feel like that slowed me down even more. And like, Because you didn't I'm have not... a real great hold of it. I noticed that. No. Yeah. If you look, like, my hands are just under the yeah. point of it. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> and like I notoriously am not a quick mover <laughs> I try my best yeah and it is just not fast and so I was definitely like I was exhausted after that one like <clears throat> I went to go sit down like fall on the ground but I realized I was like right in the middle of the lane still <laughs> after and so I kind of like bounced back up uh-huh. because I was like oh I can't sit down right here like I'm what Stacy like you're gonna be in the way and so I bounced like right back up and Ryan's like why were you like dropping it like it's hot and I was like oh no that's not yeah I don't really know (laughs) I could not breathe and I was slow I was the slowest one and which is ridiculous because um both the other girls had drops well one girl had a drop in the middle or two yeah and uh, another girl she dropped her sandbag was fumbling Yeah, and then another girl fumbled with her pick on her sandbag and had to pick it again. 
And even with all of that, I was still the last. Yeah. Which also, like, I mean, this is true for all of the events, but, like, our weight classes, like, I worked my butt off for every point that I got because the girls, like, the quality of competitors that we were competing against was, like, they are strong, fast, good athletes like amazing athletes oh yeah it was top tier but like Ryan told I like went back after I caught my breath and I was like where did I take on that he's like you took last and I was like there's no way like they got it wrong and he looked at me and he's like Stacy I timed you you took last yeah and I was like because he's the strong man husband that he is and he's like timing everything right for me yeah to just check scores and he just flat out was like, no, like, you just weren't fast. You have to move faster. Yeah. And so. You're like, you mistake. move faster. <laughs> <laughs> no. And, like, he just says it with, like, a love, right? Yeah. Like, no, like, this is, you're not going to discount what anybody else did. Right. Just because you didn't do enough. Yeah. Well, and, like, I heard somebody say this. Um, I don't remember what it was or what comp- kind of competition or something it was, but they ended up like losing and they're like, they walked away and they were like, I don't feel like I lost. I got beat, you know, because the competitors, like the person that won was, you know, they just performed better. And I really liked that attitude because I don't love the mindsets of like failure and losing and stuff. It's like somebody outperformed me, somebody else, beat me like I gave it my very best and somebody was better and that's okay I just I like that and that's how I felt with a lot of the events is like because I took last in the medley too and I I think my time was like 38 seconds or something which is like pretty freaking fast (laughs) but like when you take fourth And that, you know, with a time like that, it's like, you know, that those other girls are like incredible competitors. Yeah. And that's, I, I mean, I lost out by four seconds. Yeah. Like four or five seconds. Um, so stone was our last event of the day. We were wrecked by this point and still ready to be done. Uh huh. Uh huh. (laughs) And tell me about your stone, Victoria. Well, I was, I was nervous, um, because like, I feel like I'm mid at stone. Like I feel like I do okay. Um, but I have to like, it is really hard for me. Like I have to work cause my form isn't great. Um, I don't, as a power lifter, like I don't bend and move the way that you need to in strongman. Like strongman is a whole different type of um, bracing and movement. And I've spent so many years working on getting tight and being like pretty immobile when I am moving weight and you can't be that way in strongman. Like you have to be, um, flexible and movable and it's just, it's very different. And so the stone over bar is, you know, you have to do, you have to have that extension in your back that I'm not really used to. And, um, so, and also, like, Stacy, you talked me into using tacky, like actual tacky, which I have not ever done before because I look at that stuff and I'm like, Ugh. <laughs> like, 
then like after you move a stone and you're all like dirty and there's like dirt and hair and like the grit from the stone on it and I just like I sticky to me just is not my thing and so I was really nervous about what that was gonna feel like to to grip the stone and then to be able to move my hands to then get it over the bar um I didn't feel super confident but um and all I needed to do on that event was to podium was to beat um, one other girl and I would have enough points. So I just needed to take third. And so going into it, I was like, whatever the other competitor did, I was just going to tie her. And then, um, but I also like you get uh, more points or like you can beat somebody if you do the same weight, but in less attempts. And so Mm -hmm. she attempted the 115 stone and I was like, I know I can do that. I'm not going to start at that. I'll start at the 150. And so I did the 150. It went right over, no problem. And then she did the 175 and I walked up. I was like, this is all I have to do. So in my head, I was like, I just got to get this bar, this stone over the bar and then I can be done. And I picked it and like 175 was the biggest stone I've ever done. And it like flew over the bar. Like I did it really easy and I was like, I'm done. And I said that when I was walking off the stage and everyone's like, you're not done. You're not done. You got to do more. And I was like, uh, no, I judge turned around and was like, she's not done. We're not letting her be done. I know. I was like, no, for real. Like, that's all I have to do. Like I can be done. And anyway, you guys all talked me into just trying the 200 stone. And I was like, there's no way I'm going to get this. And so I walked up to it and like ended up, you know, I picked it like easier than I thought. And I was able to roll it into my lap and I was like, okay, well I did this far. And then you were like, tits up Victoria. I was like, okay. And so I came up like as best as I could, like, and I got it to the bar and I was like, oh shit, like I might actually be able to do this. And so then like, once it was up there, I was like, I am not quitting on this. Like I have gotten this far. I'm not giving up. And so I just pushed and pushed and pushed and tipped it just enough that gravity took it the rest of the way. And oh my gosh, that was like the highlight of my whole entire meet was, you know, being able to do something that I genuinely um, did not believe that I could do. It felt really good. And you fought for it too. Oh my gosh. It wasn't like one that you're like, oh, I didn't know I could do that. And it was that easy. Like you fought for yeah, it. Like it you was, put your body into it. It was, it was, a was so fun to watch. It was yeah. a and battle. I, I love it. You and then Emily had gone just before you on that yes. uh, attempt. And she got her 175 and watching her fight because she had a massive fight for her stone as well. Yeah, she did. Um, I loved it. It was such a good moment. Yeah. And like, um, it so- has also been like really cool because Jason took a video and Ryan took a video and like when I like have listened to them and like hearing Jason and hearing Ryan, like, there you go, like knees together, like push Victoria, like, and just hearing their support, like listening to it. I was like crying yesterday. Cause I was like, cause you can't like when you're up there, like you don't really hear a lot of that because you're so focused, but just to know that I had like that kind of love and support up there, like was everything. Yeah. And then seeing your response when I was like, did it, I was like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> it was a great moment. I loved it. It was. 
so for my stones, I, the plan going into it was I was going to do 200, 220, the 250. Um, in training, I have hit 220 and 245 at our gym. And um, 220 was like easy. It just, yeah. like you had been working for that weight for years. And then when you got it, like that also was like not at a competition, but just as like a gym moment experience was like so cool. Like absolutely so cool. Absolutely. So at the event, I hit a 175. Um, I looked back to Ryan because I tend to second guess myself at the comp. Um, and I was like, do I go for the 175? The girl, so in order for me to get second, I just needed to <clears throat> beat or tie um, this other girl, Allison. Mm-hmm. And so I did the 175, popped it over really easy. I warned the catchers that I throw stones yes. with my body. Because you have this ability to get that stone so high up on your body and you're tall anyway. And then you come up on your toes to get it over. Like, it's beautiful to watch your form. And it just flies. It just flies over. Yeah, which they didn't, like, take me serious. But I warned them. And then afterwards, they're like, oh, we see what you mean. Yeah, like, yeah fair <laughs> warning. Um, so I, then I got to do the 200 after you. Came up super easy. Was really happy with it. Uh, went for the 220. And just made little mistakes I should have gotten the stone a little bit closer to the bar. Yeah, you were, um, like, way farther away than I think I've ever seen you. Yeah, and then I picked it super easy. Um, I did not bring my legs together. I'm still not used to lifting the bigger stones, like the bigger diameter stones. Uh-huh. So I didn't get my knees together like I should have. And then I did not roll the stone into me uh-huh. and up on me as much. So when I went for my extension, I honestly was high enough that I could have made it, but it hit the bar. And for some reason on this one lift, they weren't holding the yoke. Yeah. Um, and so the yoke gave way and was tipping. Yeah. And at that point, it's like, how do you recover and from it- that? Yeah, at that point, it then drops the center of gravity on the stone lower. Uh-huh. Um, they jumped in and, like, held the yoke. But I was like, I know now, like, where the center of gravity is. And so I had to drop it. And you only have 30 seconds to lift it. Uh-huh. Um, I knew I did not have enough time yeah. to get that one again. Um, which, I mean, is a bummer. Yes, they should have had somebody there holding the yoke because they were on all the other attempts. Mm-hmm. Like in all my other videos, somebody was there holding it on that one. They weren't. <laughs> yep. And that's when you needed it. Yeah. Which whatever is what it is. But I also made a ton of mistakes to where I know I can get that stone. Mm-hmm. But at that point, like I was just out of time, like shit out of luck. That yeah. is what it is. It's the rules of the competition. Yep. And I was done. I was definitely bummed because I wanted to go for that 250 um, because I think I can hit that 250. Oh, I think you absolutely can. Because in training, like, you hit the 220 super easy, and then a couple weeks later you did the 240, and it was also not super difficult. So I was really excited to see you try the 250. Yeah, so, like, my mind just wasn't in it where it should have been, and I was 
like a little bit irritated. Honestly, I was more excited to watch you and Emily compete anyways. Um, no, it's fine. But yeah, it cost me second place. And I've been doing this long enough that I know that it was all on me. I know that it wasn't on any, it wasn't on anybody at the event. It wasn't on any calls that were made. It was just on the fact that like, I did not show up on that day. Um, however, training for this comp has been the best training that I've had. Yeah. I've hit PR and deadlift. I've hit those massive stone PRs, which has been huge because at the beginning of this prep, I don't know, you probably don't remember this, but at the beginning of this prep, I failed the 200 pound stone twice. Mm-hmm. I do remember. And I was not happy. I was like, this should not be an issue for me. Yeah. Well, and even over I've the been... course of the last year, like I've seen you um, try that 220 and I've seen you fail and, and the way that you've walked away from it. And then, you know, when you finally got it and then you got the 240, it was like, I watched your confidence just increase. And like, you had a lot of really, really good, good training days this cycle yeah and honestly like I just need to get it together in competition this is pretty standard for me that I do well on events one and two and then I drop off three four and five um my brain just isn't in it by the end of the day yeah and I need to do some like work mentally mental strength in order to yeah to be able to go for those longer days Mm -hmm. and not just be like I'm over it like I have a pretty consistent roller coaster. Um, the only other time that has been opposite was last year in Colorado. I lost event one and two, but I came back. Came back, yeah. And on the last couple events, I actually came back, and so like I still had a fight in it. Um, yeah, it is. We'll, we'll figure that out. Yeah, well, and I think that that's something, you know, that you also have to work on training is just your competition mindset, because competition day will always be different than training. Like, obviously, um, you know, you practice what you want to perform, but especially in strongman, because there are so many events and your body does need rest between it like we never once trained more than two um events in a day and so then and so I was nervous about doing all five you know in a in a single day and what that was going to be like but creating you know the mindset and the mental strength to compete and have a really long day and know that like not every event is going to be your best. And when you don't do super well, like I said, after the log, like I was ready to just go home. (laughs) And I don't know that I've ever felt that way at a powerlifting meet, but I was like, I was just completely demoralized. And like, I felt um, like nobody, like, like, nobody said anything that really like made me feel that way. No, nobody can make you feel that way. But like, I was so embarrassed at how poorly I performed on that, that I was like, I just want to go home and have everybody forget that I'm here. So like being able Mm -hmm. to work on that mental strength for competition day is, I think something that is important for all, all athletes that intend to compete and perform on a, on a platform. Yeah. And the big thing is like, 
A, I'm not comfortable. I've never been comfortable having people watch me lift. Yeah. Um, I'm much more comfortable in a corner of the gym. And that's why I compete because I know that it pushes me. Um, I'm also very good at giving up. <laughs> oh, I know. Victoria's seen this like <laughs> multiple times. It's fine. I acknowledge it that I'm like, oh, I'm done. Like, nope, I just don't care. Yeah. And so like, I just need to change that mindset yeah. and work on it. And then, like I said, like going forward, I'm going to do a whole body I think recomp uh-huh. over the next, I think that's my plan um, over the next six months is to work on a body recomp uh-huh. um, just so that I can feel better about where I am and my strength and my moving abilities. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to work on getting faster. I'm going to work. Um, I think I'm going to work with a pelvic floor. Oh, cool. PT. Um. Because I am one that will pee all over the platforms every single time. Which so. is fine. Just, but, like, I also get, like, wanting to, you know, build that pelvic floor. And I think, um, like, we've talked about, like, with your squat and your deadlift and stuff. Like, you have – because when you're powerlifting, like, you have to build your form. Like, if you don't build your form – everything falls apart. And so I think that working on some of your form with those, um, and just your, and doing some proper bracing, like, I think you'll find that that will naturally help your pelvic floor. Yeah, absolutely. And that's one thing, like, I do love CrossFit because it got me into it, into like lifting in general, but I really feel like it did me a disservice when it comes to my deadlift and my squat, Uh because I do not have the techniques that I have doing like a split jerk. Yeah. Because uh, it's just crazy. such, again, with like CrossFit or like Olympic lifting, like, and, and strongman, it is a much more dynamic movement. It's, you know, and so you have to brace differently and powerlifting is, um, it, you know, there's, there is movement, but there's a lot of just, um, you know, the stiffer and the tighter your body can get, the better. And you can't do that with a really dynamic movement. Yeah. Uh, but overall, comp was so much fun. It was so much fun to hang out with, like, my friends from Pocatello that came down. I was super proud of Emily. She competed at her first ever. Yes like lifting physical like a meet and she didn't zero a single event and I was so proud of her and it was so cool because you never know what somebody is going to be like on competition day and to just see her fire and her excitement that is not something I have ever seen her have in in the gym or in training like she was on fire it was so cool no I agree and so It was so much fun for that. And then, like, I have a bunch of friends, and I know everybody down there from the strongman scene, so catching up with them, even people that came to, like, support. Yeah. And then there were a lot of powerlifters, and so people that you knew that were doing it for the first time. It was just a great environment. Um, Yeah, I didn't have anything really bad, like, about the comp. It went really smooth. It was a lot of fun. And my body is wrecked. Yep. And like I said this to you too, like I'm just super proud of us for showing up 
you know, like, I don't think, um, I don't think people give themselves enough credit for, especially if you've not ever competed, but just showing up to something like that and pushing yourself and stretching yourself is such an important step in just human growth and just, um, being your best self. So I'm just really proud of us for trying and anybody that, you know, puts themselves in a vulnerable position like that, where there is opportunity to fail and to fail publicly, like failure and embarrassment is one of the like biggest fears just in humankind. And so to show up and put yourself in that position, I think is completely commendable for every single woman that was there yet on Saturday. Mm-hmm. No, I completely agree. And so now on to more stuff. We're training up a lot of girls for Eastern Idaho's. Yes. Um, coming up in March. Do you and I'm so excited for them. Do you still have spots available for that? Yes, okay. we have lots. So it is open through the end of the month. Okay. Um, we typically close at about a month out, mainly so that we can get shirts all ordered mm-hmm. and everything figured out uh, prize-wise of what we need. So we're really going to start pushing it over the next few weeks. Awesome. Um, if any like women in the area want to start training for it, I have a program that I've written for a couple of our girls mm-hmm. specifically for this comp, yeah. um, specifically for the novice weights yeah. for the women. Cool. Uh, it should be a blast. I'm so excited. And then, yeah, talking with everybody down in Utah, a bunch of people are coming up. Um, I'm really happy we've created a good reputation mm-hmm. in the sport for hosting really uh, good events. Yeah. So I think we're going to give away something big. Um, in the past, we've done barbells. Uh-huh. Um, I think we're going to change it up and do something a little differently this year, but I'm excited. Yay! <laughs> I'm excited too. Um. And yeah, you guys do, you guys host a meet that is well-organized, that um, is super fun, very supportive, like the venues that you guys have chosen and just the the things that you guys do for the competitors, like they are very quality experiences, like Strongman. Well, most drink sports are, you know, very loosely controlled chaos um and <laughs> strongman more so <laughs> strongman definitely um because there's just so many moving pieces and components to it um but yeah. you guys do a really really good job of um creating a, a very uh quality experience because you think about your competitors you think about everybody that's involved to make sure that it's a good experience for everyone there yeah, no, we try and put a lot of work into it and a lot of effort to make it such a good comp. Um, I'm excited. We are also doing sponsorships for it right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so reach out. I really want to get uh, some local companies involved where we are yeah. hosting it in Pocatello this year. Yeah. Um, we're going to have space for actual booths, I believe. Cool. So it should be a lot of fun, and I hope we can make it into a good event because there are a lot of comps popping up Uh and some are like non-sanctioned which is just scary yeah um 
just like in health like liability insurance wise yeah that is like you just hope that they have an insurance policy (laughs) yeah and and that speaks to like especially like how jenny ran this meet Uh because when you're a promoter and you go to other shows you tend to like find everything Mm -hmm. um like and there were just a couple of times that I did speak up and say something um not to Jenny but like there was a girl that was really close on the log Uh um, cheering and supporting which is great except for logs are notorious to go every which way Uh uh-huh like I have lifted and it's gone every which way well it did at the competition like that second log you put down in it it went for a it went for a stroll on you I know. And so, and I had told her before I went, I was like, Hey, like you cannot be that close. Like you're going to get hurt uh-huh. and I don't want to see you get hurt. And she's like, oh, okay. Like I've never been to meet like this before. And then I went and my log went haywire and she came up to me right after. And she's like, I see what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> she's all duly noted. <laughs> well, and then on that, like, I also kindly asked the spotters. I was like, Hey, can you please not back spot me on my pressing? Um, they had been back spotting people on the last log, uh-huh. which is great for some people. Um, in our experience hosting meets, we do not offer back spots on logs. Right. Because a log went behind somebody and almost landed on top of Ryan at right. 280 pounds. Right. So yeah. we don't do that. And me, like just spatial awareness, mm-hmm. it throws me off. And if I know that you're right behind me, I'm going to fail my lift. Right. Because that's not how I train. Yeah. And so and you I just kindly asked them and they were like, Oh, hey, like, are you sure? I was like, Yeah, no, I'm sure. Thank you. Yeah. And so like different things I was like, eh. But I'm also like to the point where like I'll advocate for myself. Like Yes. For the log I was gonna say. I went out and I turned the handles down. Right. Like Yeah, you put everything the way that you wanted it to be, which one shows like you are a seasoned competitor, like you know what you're doing, but like just to be able to advocate for yourself is so important, especially in strength sports, even like through the warm up experience, like you have to like you cannot be afraid to take up space and to like get in there yeah. and and get your turn to warm up. Yep. And that's like it was on the log that I added ten pounds to each side. Um, I had to go heavier and so I lifted it and then some came up they're like um like I don't want to do that weight. I was like oh I'll take these off like that's yeah. not an issue I just needed that yeah like if you need it empty you do it empty yeah and then same on like the deadlift I thought it was funny I was warming up and so my deadlift was 255 but with chains uh-huh. and they didn't have the chains on and so they got to 285 on the bar and I went up to pull it and you guys were over there watching and you're like, Stacy, Stacy, that's 285. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I know. <laughs> like, I just got to like, like feel how heavy. Yeah. Well, it's like, I know, but like, also I can't go from 255 without change to 255 with a hundred pounds in chains. Yeah. Like I need something in between. Yeah. I know it's technically above my bar weight, but I need to pull something heavier. Yeah. And I did it once and that was good. Yep. You were ready. Which you don't. Like you and I warm up really different as far as like volume of um, like you will do way fewer reps warming up on something than I typically do. 
Mm-hmm. You're like, one is good, and, two is great. <laughs> yep. And that's how I, and I am. And then also, like, we were so far down. Normally, even in, like, a normal comp, we never have to wait that long because there's only normally, like, maybe five novice, yeah. maybe a handful of, like, lightweight women, and then it's us. Well, there were a ton of competitors. And so by the time it's then to us, you've gotten a little bit cold. So you just have to know that you can hit that weight. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. That's all you can do is like just Mm -hmm. so very different. Yeah. Like timing. And then you just go and do. (laughs) But I had a great time. I think you had a good time. I really did. And it was great just like hanging out with friends and overall like introducing new people to strongman I love it I light up when I start talking about strongman yeah which somebody pointed out to me at work this morning (laughs) yeah (laughs) which like I love that because I'm the same way like talking about powerlifting and like somebody some you know new lifters or something that I meet and then they like message me and stuff and like I'm so sorry to like ask all these questions I'm like no like I can talk about powerlifting all day long like I I love it I love introducing people to it um like I want people to have a good experience with it and to train correctly um so yeah it's great yeah well thanks for chatting with me in the middle of the day yeah I loved it it's awesome thank you (laughs) 